Hi. So uh, there's a lot of new people subscribed and following. Thank you so much for all you new people here. And um, I thought I would just tell you my story and how this all happened, all this insanity that led to me making these daily videos and new people that are here. I wanted to give you a little bit of a background because this whole thing, actually, this whole channel started with me telling my story about what happened to me with drugs and alcohol, which was an insane story. And that went viral and that led to this channel. And I'm thinking, I had the mental breakdown three, God, crazy. I had a mental breakdown three months ago and that all got a lot of people looking at the channel as well. And I, so I thought all the people that have come along since that three month ago thing, when I tried to unalive myself and since I've started making videos every day, I thought I would like give you guys my story and for the people that have already seen it obviously a lot has changed since then and I've got all this to go into now so I just thought it'd be useful just to recap and interesting for new people to give you an idea of who I am and where I came from and stuff um so I was born in uh Kent in England um and ever since I was a little kid the thing I remember most is fear, being afraid. I'm, I'm not even of anything. I just had this sense of fear. When I would wake up in the morning, for as far back as I'm I was just scared of things. And um, when I first used drugs, which was the first thing that I used that was addictive, when I first used drugs, uh, that a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, oh, this is actually the, the solution for me to live life. Like I'd, I'm always scared, but when I take drugs, the scaredness goes away. The fear goes away when I take drugs. So my, my overwhelming feeling from being a kid to the time I took my first drug was being in fear. The fear went away when I took my first drug. So immediately my head went, consciously I remember thinking, oh, you just need to be on drugs all the time. And then you won't have fear and life will be easy. And then I thought that other people didn't have fear. It was just me. I felt different and odd. And when I had drugs in my system, I felt like I knew how to live. I got the rule book. I feel like everyone else got a rule book when they were born about how to live your life. And I didn't get that rule book. So I was constantly in fear. But the, the time when I had the drugs, I feel like I got the rule book. So that's a little, that gives you an, an idea of, how important drugs were to me when I discovered them. Um, so I had a pretty unremarkable childhood apart from that I had a lot of meltdowns and I was such a hard kid um, to deal with that my mum and dad were like, that's it, I'm just, we're just having one. Like, I think they wanted more, but then after they dealt with me, they're like, no, 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 no. I, um, I had meltdowns if I would, did, wouldn't go a certain way to school. I had... Um, Meltdowns, if friends were, I didn't want to, I didn't like having friends. If friends would come to my house, I would say to my mum, get them to leave, get them to leave. And my mum and dad would try and get me to socialise. I hated it. So um, I had a big problem with socialisation. I had a big problem with uh, with meltdowns. 
and um enough that my parents literally were like that that's uh that's it so we got sorry if i'm going back and forth but basically if you know this channel you know i struggle with addiction and i'm also autistic so this is all going to make sense over the course of these videos and i feel like a lot of autistic people struggle with addiction and i want to show you tell you what my story is so that you maybe will identify so in the 70s in england i was born in 74 and all the time i was struggling i don't think autism was even known i mean certainly but the, it wasn't an, a thing that was talked about or that people weren't aware of it, I don't feel like. So I was just like a bad kid, you know? I just were like, was a moody, melting down kid. And uh, I think that also fed into the feeling of just feeling like I never fit in, feeling scared, feeling misunderstood, feeling different feeling apart from, I could never join any community, I could never have friends. Um, so, <clears throat> messy, messy emotionally for me as a kid. Um, so, when I was 13, my dad bought me a synthesizer and I didn't have any concept of music or wanting to do music at all apart from that my mum my dad used to take me to the a, a car show every year I used to love cars when I was a kid and so did my dad so he took me to the car show every year there was a car show in London and probably when I was about 12 there was an advert for one of the cars and it was I don't know if you know Grace Jones she's this amazing singer if you don't know her look her up she's incredible but she was in an advertisement for a car and this commercial blew my mind. I was obsessed with it. I would like to put it in this video, but it's copyright. The, the video will get struck, copyright struck if I put it in, but search Citroen Grace Jones advert from the 80s. And that's, I saw that advert and I was obsessed and being autistic, now I know, I couldn't stop watching it. I spent the whole show that day just watching this over and over again, just in awe of this woman and this sound and so there was singing in the she sang a little bit in the video and that's the first time I was like oh my god so it was a combination of like this beautiful Amazon pop princess queen figure and music and cars so I was like it blew my mind but that so the car thing got me into into music which is so weird so I was obsessed with cars and then I saw this other and then I became obsessed with music. So the year after, my mum and dad got me a synthesizer. I'd never been into music, never even tried it. And one of the things, another thing with autism, and I'm not going to keep talking about autism because autism's uh, just a small part of my story, but you get a special interest, you get a hyper-focus, you hyper-focus on something. So when I got this synthesizer and an image of Grace Jones in my head, I was just obsessed with making music. It was, my life became about making music. I didn't go to school. I wouldn't shower. I didn't used to sleep. I, I was just obsessed with making music. Because I wanted to get in that world where there was like Grace Jones was and I just, it was like a magical play and I was obsessed with it. So they say it takes 10,000 hours of doing something to get good at it. Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book about it. 
called Outliers. I probably did my 10,000 hours in a few months because I did nothing else. I wouldn't go to school. My mum would take me to school in the front gate of school and I would go through the school and out the back gate and go home and write music on this synthesizer. And then when my mum would come home for lunch, I would hide in the garden and then she would leave and then I would go back to making music. It was insane. Now I know it's a special interest. It's a hyperfixation. So I did the 10,000 hours in a few months. Um, and this never happens. Like this was like late eighties, early nineties, probably. So, uh, yeah, early, maybe 1990. You, uh, I literally sent cassettes off to record labels and they never listened to it. Like there's a thing like this, an urban myth that that ever works, but I just sent loads of cassettes off to record labels when I was 15. So I'd only been doing it two years. And I was singing, I'm a terrible singer, terrible with the lyrics, but I was singing because I thought it's pop music. I want to do pop music. I want to be in Grace Jones' world. I'm going to make these pop songs. Insanely, two record labels got back to me and offered me a deal. That, and and I, did, I mean, there was no music in my family. Neither of my music, my parents are musical. I don't know where it came from. I just special interested it into existence. And um, so 15 years old, and I wasn't interested in school. I didn't go. I was like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving school. I, so I don't have any qualifications. I don't have any exams. I know, I've got no education past, uh, I don't know what you'd call it these days, but basically 14 years old, that's where my education stops. So I'm not very clever, but I'm good at music. So I get offered two record deals. I'm like, I'm leaving school. I left school, assigned to one of the labels. And they said, we're building a recording studio. You can live in the studio while you work on music. And we'll see how it goes. Around this time, I discovered drugs. And when I discovered drugs, it was like, everything made sense because I had this and then I'll edit into the front part because I had this sense of fear that I talked about at the beginning of this video everything sort of came together and all of a sudden I was independent living in London I discovered drugs and I was, the drugs were keeping me staying up all night. And uh, I, I was obsessed with music. So I was living in the studio and I got another job in another studio making remixes for a gay dance label. And they would get, bring me in at night. I would get 50 pounds per remix. I would go in. So I'd be all day working in the studio in, the, in one place. And then at night on drugs, I would go to the other place and make remixes for gay dance clubs, which are really good in London. And then I would go back to the other studio. So I didn't sleep for days and days on end, combined with a special interest. This led to a disaster, which I'll get into in the next video. The constant drug taking and the constant obsession took me down pretty quick a few years after this. But I find myself in London learning so much because I'm obsessed and 
I make this dance music at this gay dance label and that's really successful but the music I'm making I'm singing on there's nothing happening with it so someone said to me one day why don't you stop singing <laughs> just do the instrumental music so I took my voice off started making instrumental music and then an explosion happened a literal crazy explosion you know what I'm gonna say <laughs> it's part two I'm gonna tell you the whole story so, in part two, it's the crazy success explosion and the, down, the first downfall. So, let's come back tomorrow and I'll tell you part two.